0: What a beauty! Good day, community and welcome to the Jock Reynolds Supercoach podcast second last one for the season a couple more probably come out after that I am leck dog running solo today did one of these a few weeks ago people liked it there was rave reviews that me just talking rubbish to myself for half an hour was entertaining also taking some inspo from Stevie Biz over at the Draft Doctors, one of the goats who is currently celebrating because Dimmer will be coaching the Gold Coast Suns. So taking inspo from him and his great stuff. Solo pod, not a lot of us out there have a lot of trades. I used my last trade heading into the round, so we're going to just talk some rubbish. We're going to talk, answer some questions, hopefully, if anyone answers. And I'm also excited to share with you that this is the vibe. I'm currently sitting in an hoodie, with nothing else on. I'm Well, technically, I've got two slippers on. So slippers and oody, I'm free ball it away. The energy, the, I'm drinking a nice green, sugar-free cordial. The vibes are, are relaxed because it's the end of the year. I've been doing this a long time. I'm very excited to see the end. As much as I love you all, it's time for something different, but we'll talk about that a bit later. Exciting news for me. If, you, if you're if you interested, got another greyhound yesterday, and she's a puppy. Gee whiz, she, she kept me up all night. Not settling, new house, it happens. Very happy, very lovely dog, but not relaxed at all. And quite frankly, I think to all the single parents out there listening, I think you understand me. I think you know how hard it can be to look after a pretty much fully trained greyhound that's kind of not relaxed for the first night. It's hard. It's hard. And hopefully I'm an inspiration to all of you who are looking for looking after your, your children out there who, I mean, compared to a greyhound, obviously easy stuff raising a kid. But, you know, we, we are, I would say, of the same, we're one in the same, of the same ilk. All right, let's talk Supercoach before we get into questions. By the way, I'm very, you know what, we'll get into it now. I'm very excited to see the next chapter of, well, not only what we're doing, which I'll talk hopefully with Patch to you all about next week. Uh, we're going to do a couple reunion podcasts, that sort of stuff. So we'll have a few more episodes go out on this feed under Jock Reynolds. So you're, you're going to have plenty of content. Excited to see Damo and Azza at at Footy mailbag, at the footy mailbag. They're going to be answering everyone's questions all year long. Next year, they're going to be absolutely killing it. All the riders, Azza, Foz Daddy's making a huge career for himself. Baron Von Crow, who shout out to Baron, around the grounds was one of the best things that ever happened to the website. Unfortunately, he got, got a little bit unwell and was a- unable to continue, but he's been a, a stalwart and helped keep this whole thing going for years and years. But uh, we, you know what? We do, we're going to do this next week, but I've already started it. Matty B, Dale, the Professor, JG, Dylan, Kev, all the guys, obviously the OG, everyone has been amazing. We love them all. We're going to do all that next week. We're not going to do that this week, but I just want to shout out them. But I'm very excited. What I'm excited about because I'm not excited at the moment when it comes to record day or when it comes to do the cheat sheet day or when it comes to just generally, you know, trying to make the website work. Obviously the content has has reduced, so it's been a little bit easier, but I really don't look forward to that. And I haven't uh, for a while. And it's not that I don't like doing it. It's just that it's not exciting anymore and it feels a bit like a chore. So I'm really excited to A, start something new, which will happen. But B, The thing I'm most excited about is to see what everyone else does. I don't listen to Supercoach content. Occasionally, I'll tune in to a a Phantom's Lair or the official Herald Sun podcast. I listen to stuff like Draft Doctors, sometimes the Pod Pod. There's a few bits and pieces that I listen to. But really, outside of some fantasy draft stuff, because fantasy isn't my my forte, I don't consume super coach content. And I haven't for a long time because I never really wanted to get distracted or or have my opinion swayed i'm really 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 excited to be able to listen to other people's super coach content and, and hopefully hopefully improve hopefully develop a passion for playing it again i'm just really pumped i'm really amped and i'm sure that i'll be doing plenty of content with other people but i just don't want to be the driver or you know the one that has to do all the behind the scenes stuff i'm sure there'll be something but I'm really excited to see what everyone else does. And like I mean, I, I don't know if they're listening like the Doctor Supercoach guys or Supercoach Um HQ and and Supercoach with DR and like there's all these amazing talented content producers which I've never really had the opportunity to listen to. Occasionally, you know, occasionally you do. But I'm really excited to listen to that content, and I'm really excited to see them all this week because on Friday, I'm going to pull up the details here, Supercoach are hosting a live event, which I will, unless something crazy happens, I will be at. So Supercoach AFL live. It's at the pub at Crown Friday, 6 o'clock. We will be watching, uh, I think, Uh, Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Uh, I think it's Collingwood. Uh, Who is it? I thought it was Collingwood-Geelong, but that was last week. Collingwood-Brisbane, which is going to be a great game. Plenty of super coach relevance there. A little bit less that Nick Dacos is injured. But that is, if you're in Melbourne, the pub at Crown, 6 o'clock, there's a Facebook event. The official Supercoach guys have posted some details. I don't really have the details. I'm going to be honest with you because uh, I've been really bad and haven't checked any of the messages. I just said I'm going. So Al Payton will be there. I think Tim Mitchell will be there. Heath Shaw will be there. I'll be there. There will be plenty of stuff. There's going to be trivia. There's going to be some prizes. There's going to be some great content creators there as well. But most of all, it's just a chance to to watch Super Coach in a live public event watch the footy, talk about Supercoach, it's going to be good. And we haven't really had one of those t- t- that I can think of since Coach Kings existed, which has been a f- quite a few years now and, and was one of the most fun things that I've I've been a part of. Uh, but anyway, Supercoach live, 6 o'clock crown, Friday, Melbourne, the pub. Right, let's talk Super Coach for this week. Quick update on my team because, gee whiz, I love my team, but it underperformed. I probably left, left literally over 200 points on the table. Not that I would ever, ever played George Hewitt, who was on my bench as my emergency, 142. Would never have played him over a uh, Josh Dunkley, but it would have netted me another 80 points. Who else did I have? Oh, I, ha- I did manage to loophole Stewart, so I didn't get his 69. So I was up by 11 points by having Dale on over Stewart. And then the other one was Dylan Moore, 120 on the bench how could have I predicted that he would outscore Jack McRae who averages like 104 against Hawthorne and averages like 105 down in Tasmania. So it did affect my rank, dropped to 2,900 overall, which I'm really, really happy with. I I want to be top 1%. That just puts me just into the top 2%. Hopefully, with the last two weeks, I can, I can nail these options. But I've got depth. Got plenty of captaincy options, but I have used my last trade. So, and and I choosing between George Hewitt and Callum Mills is going to kill me again this week. I can see, but that's how I'm going. I hope you're all doing really well. I imagine a lot of people are out there don't have don't have trades, but we'll quickly go through the news of the week. I'm literally just going to go through fan footy, look at the scores, and, and highlight anything that looks crazy to me. I guess Darcy Moore out injured. You're probably not running a Jeremy Howe, but he might be the one that they swing back. If you're playing in a Supercoach final in a draft, he might be one to, to just put a little uh, asterisk, just a little circle. Circle his name, Jeremy Howe, because they might send him back again to fill a Darcy Moore-sized hole, which could be really good scoring for that final week. Home, final run home, final week, finals. It's the finals. Hey, Jeremy Cameron, Kicked seven goals, 114 points. He's a beast. I'm not sure what he scores in these last two weeks. But again, if he's on the wave, I doubt he is, but if he's on the wave, he's probably one you'll want to look at. In terms of who we're trading in and out this week, just as a general rule of thumb, if you've got an injured primo, trade him out for a non-injured primo. The cheat sheet's there on Thursday for you guys to use. This podcast is not so much about that. This we're just going to cover the cover the news. Harry Sheasel, the the gull was back again, and Jack Seagull Seagull Bull also scored well. He seems to be playing well in Clarko's lineup, though. Apparently, he's not playing the final round, so probably not a trade in option. But Davies Unierki, God, he's good. One twenty five kid is awesome. Nick Martin, 137 as well. Very good. But Darcy Parrish, he's one that was underpriced last week and he's performing very well. Zachy Merritt got tagged but still pumped out a 96. It is a worry that the tag goes to him, and I think that speaks to sort of Darcy Parrish is very good and you want the ball in your hand and you want to be gaining ground with the ball, but it's clear that Zach Merritt's the, the bigger threat. So hopefully these last two games he doesn't get tagged too hard. Horrible news. Oh, by the way, there's been a couple a couple of retirements. I might miss them, but Nick Nat was one. Uh, Chad Wingard hasn't retired yet, but he's done an ACL. He's out of contract. Paddy McCartney's has retired. It's just uh, he hasn't retired yet, but Daniel Rich looks like he's probably not going to play again. There's plenty of stuff happening in the world of the AFL, and this is the sad time of the year. But what it does mean, if these guys get farewell games... Generally, they're a good player to look at. Like Ben Cunnington kicks two goals. Hasn't done that in a long time that I can remember. I think he only kicked 97 goals for his career. Comes out, scores a 95. So if you're in a final and you can grab one of these farewell guys, I think it's well well and truly worth it. Uh, It doesn't look like there's much in the way of Sydney Swans. News Mills was down. Parker was a bit down. But again... If you're targeting someone, it is your Lloyd's. It's your if you want to have a bit of fun, Blakey and Robottom. Gold Coast took Miller was doing a little bit of tagging himself was playing on Goulden. Oh, Goulden was a little bit down, but still pumped out of ninety. Um, so if you you'd be disappointed if you bought him back in at that even at that discounted price because he's going to be a beast next year. But it doesn't look like he's getting the points in these last two weeks again. Not a trade because I doubt we've got trades. We can't luxury trade. We're, we've got to trade for injuries or to counter a final matchup, which is, again, the uh, the goal here if you're not playing for rank. humor Cluggage, 133. He's going to be big next year. I actually had, was downplaying him in some discussions I was having, but then we're doing a little bit of analysis and looking at players who and how they perform in their the year after they're a restricted free agent and oh sorry the pre-agency year the free agency year and the post free agency year so the year after and restricted free agents tend to keep on climbing so i expect him to improve his output on this year next year and then again the following year i think he's going to be a long-term really good option for us particularly if he moves clubs even if he stays i think he's going to be valuable to us lucky neil has been really disappointing you probably can't trade him jasper fletcher he was a trade-out option last week, but came on as the sub. Matty Crouch. Seems to be they seem to be either actually interested in keeping him at Adelaide or letting him increase his value as much as possible in free agency. I don't know that there's a huge market for him, but he is pumping out big scores. Alongside your classic, Laird and Dawson. The Blues might never lose again. Eight in the row. Great game. Go Blues. Ball was touched. Also you probably don't want to let your game come down to the last play. I'd suggest there was plenty of calls both ways that were pretty poor. It was not a well-officiated game. Anyway, George Hewitt, top scorer, 142. He's no longer underpriced, but Nick Newman, who was in the cheat sheet last week, since taking over the Doherty role, he just pumps him out. A 118. Cripper managed to turn up as well. Doherty, I suspect he's probably going to play the the word is that it's a Corky. In fact, I know that there was an injury report, so I'm going to open that up for you, community. Harry Mackay to come back this week against Gold Coast. He'll be uh, Sam Docherty will be assessed during the week. Apparently, it's a Cork that led to tightness. I suspect he will play, but if you don't know, just watch it because even missing one week is enough at this point to warrant a trade if you do have trades. Over on the under ledger, Clayton Oliver came in 128. His price dropped a little bit, but he is straight away shown that he's a viable super coach option. So if a docket he did miss Clayton Oliver, easy replacement if you've got the money. Gorn was down with Grundy in the team, but I suspect we're probably not going to see Grundy back in the team. Eagles are awful. Uh, they've got injuries, Oscar Allen, Tom Cole, like it's just bad. They had two very late ins. It's just it's just really bad. They had more experience, more games played as well than Fremantle, which is just rough. But Witherden is an exciting player that we can look at next year. Uh 133. He might not even end up staying at West Coast, but if he does, he's one that we're going to want to watch because he will have that plum Shannon Hearn-esque role if he is at West Coast. And Luke Jackson just keeps getting it done, just keeps getting it done. Now, admittedly, a lot of players got it done this game, but he keeps getting done. Shout out to Matty Johnson, who comes back and pumps out an 89 for anyone who held on to him all year. Over at Hawthorne, Jai Newcomb 174, 40 disposals, kid, is a beast. Sicily, not quite. He was my captain as well, 96. I so left a few points on the table, but he didn't quite hit the straps you want him to, but hey, 96 is 96. Man, Hawthorne, Tim English 143, God, if I would have won Supercoach this year if I had started him in my team, but unfortunately I did not. And I guess the the big news here, I I mentioned Chad Wingard, excuse me for not mentioning Libba, so was tagged early, then copped a knee to the, I think it was a knee to the head, was bleeding from the ear, got subbed out, I think no matter what, he's he's going to miss the week. So if you have Liber, you probably do actually have to trade him if you have trades. I know uh, it depends. If you, I think he's a trade. I think he's a trade because if he's missing one week, it could be two weeks. And I think at this stage, if you're playing for rank or finals, you just get rid of him. You bring in the best player you can. Romar was back for St. Kilda over a disappointing Richmond Tigers. Not a whole lot to report out of this game. Jade Gresham's playing for a contract. I wouldn't worry about his scoring. Sinclair good again. Wayne Malera is going to be a beast and potentially a long-term supercoach scorer for us. And, and Jaden Short has been solid, has been solid. And I think he'll be an option for us to consider next year, particularly if he is defense eligible since coming back from injury 91 and 109. And then finally, Port Adelaide played. GWS, Rosie, good. Butters, good. Houston, good. Jeez, he's been one of the best options this year. You wouldn't have picked at preseason. Ollie Wines, I think Ollie Wines, I'm actually hoping his average stays down. I think we could see a Paddy Cripps-esque year from him next year. And what I mean by that is he had no preseason. He hasn't scored very well. Coming off the brown low, I think Paddy, and Paddy Cripps were similarly at that year where he dropped away, just couldn't. Couldn't impact and then came back and and scored really well. I and maybe I'm biased because I own Ollie Wines in a keeper league, but I think next year's a bounce back year. You'd be bold to start him, but I think he's a watch for me. Definitely in drafts, I'm keeping a very close eye on him. And then over the GWS side, I mean Kelly got tagged. Not not a lot to report. Whitfield continues his back half of the season performance, which is which is good, which is solid. He's probably not one that we look to start next year. So that's all the super coach news. I'll pull up now as I'm doing it live. See if there's any rookies we need to consider this week. You hope not, because if rookies are getting picked at this time of year, it's bad uh, for us for next year. So Elijah Charter scored 77 in his second game. He's on the break. He's on the bubble. Average of 59 and. The thing about him is, well, he's gonna be too expensive for us next year. Because he's gonna play these last two games and just push his price too high. So he's priced at 190 now. He'll probably come in at like two fifty next year. If he didn't play all these games, we would have got an absolute bloody lock, bloody bargain. Carl Warner also played his second game, scored 56 break-even of seven defense mid 124k eligible. If he's selected again. He's an option for you. Shannon Neal came in, scored 55, 129K, break-even minus four key Ford for Geelong that can also arrive probably not one we want in our team. Baling McDonald was an inclusion, 44 points, break-even and 22. He's on the bubble, 117K defender. If he's named and he really needed a defender rookie, sure, but he's not one we want. And annoyingly, James Borlay's. Only scored the seven points. Wonder why that was. Let me uh, let me pull it up. I don't even know who they played anymore. <laughs> who did who did Adelaide play? Someone help me. I'm on my own. No one came. Late. They played Brisbane. So what happened with James Boulez? Did anything happen with him? Or did he just? Oh, he got subbed off. He only had the three disposal, and that was the risk with him. We said there was a risk in the cheat sheet, but hey, it is what it is. They're your rookies that are going to be on the bubble and worth considering. Everyone else will be in the cheat sheet. Twenty minutes in, we've talked Super Coach. We've talked Greyhounds being a single parent. We've talked everything. We'll see if anyone's answered the questions, and if they haven't, we'll just uh, we'll take a break. Well, there's only been one question. God, I didn't realise I'm so unpopular. Pigmentality says, "Who will be cut from the current Boomers lineup?" for the FIBA World Cup. Currently, a squad of 13 needs to be cut to 12. All right, I'm going to look that up. FIBA Boomers squad. So I'm pulling it up. The current 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Currently, Xavier Cooks, Dyson Daniels, Dante Axum, Josh Giddy, Chris Goulding, Josh Green, Joe Ingles, Nick Kay, Jock Landale, Paddy Mills, Jop Reith, Matisse, Thybulle. And Jack White, uh, that's an interesting one. Gut says probably a Jack White. Well, let's go through it. Daniels are cooks; they're probably not cutting. Exum's going to play. Giddy's going to play. Goulding is going to play. Jock Landell's going to play. Joe Ingalls and Patty Mills are going to play. Tieball's going to play. Kay and Reith are going to play. So, yeah, I don't. It, Josh Green's going to play. So it's probably. Jack White, I think. But having said that, I've put no time or thought into that. Well, that was the other question. So I'm going to delete that tweet because it's embarrassing. But here, I have a question for you, community. So, if you're still listening and you've probably been listening to this podcast for many years, you know that there used to be some different hosts. I think, and those episodes aren't available anymore. And I'm saying this out of turn they might not the ex host might not even want this but I, I have all of the episodes I think on my computer I'm not going to upload them or edit them or or you know or cut anything from them but I've had a few people reach out and say they they'd love to hear them If you're out there and you know of a way to store the files for free store all the files quite a lot of files quite lo- quite a lot of uh, storage space required if there's someone out there knows where i can store it for free where i don't have to do anything i can just upload it and where other people could potentially curate it and and relabel it because i don't have any of it labeled i've just got the raw files and potentially order it i think there might be some value in that but that would be a project for whoever out there is listening had some interest in it not for me i'm just happy to Provide the files if someone can tell me where to upload them, where to store them for free. And that's all I have to do. Equally, I don't actually even have all of the episodes of the podcast that Patch and I and all the other guys have done. But is there something you would like to see done with all of these podcasts? Do we just leave them in the feed where they are and you can all go back and enjoy them if you want? Do you want me to burn them off the face of the planet? Do you want me to delete every single one? Let me know what you want. This podcast feed, I've mentioned this quite a few times because I want to be very uh, clear. This podcast feed will not be Jock Reynolds next year, but it will still have content coming from me, probably Patch and probably a few of the other guys, and it will probably still be somewhat sports-based, but it will not be Jock Reynolds and it will not be Supercoach. So let me know what you want to do and stay subscribed because we're going to need your feedback because there's going to be heaps of stuff we want to try. A couple of really good ideas that I I want, but yes, it's, it's still going to exist. So don't unsubscribe, give us some feedback on what we should do with, with all the past episodes and let me know if you want to be the one to put your hand up and uh, organize it. Okay. That was a ramble. Hopefully you, uh, you enjoyed that. It's just a quick one. Basically gave no super coach advice, but that's what we're here for. We're here to talk rubbish. In conclusion, pick up players in their retirement game and pick up players in milestone games. That's just a good rule for life. Gentlemen, well, that's a uh, that's a habit. I'm literally learned, Gentlemen, thank you for joining me. I've been Lectog. Follow me on Twitter at Lectog. L-E-K-D-O-G. Stay subscribed. Stay following this page. Uh, the website at some stage will not be updated anymore, but it will not go away because we don't want other people to have it. So it will go back to someone to own the, the website and stuff. Who knows what happens with it in the future? Probably nothing, but I'm just letting you know that if you see the website, no updates to the website for for a while, that's why. we're We're keeping the domain, but it won't be active next year. For the rest of this year, keep tuning in. Go Blues!